You're listening to Siren Radio with me, Andrew David, at that time every week. Now we're back into a rhythm that I press buttons this end and around about four o'clock and it's just coming up to four o'clock on Thursday, the 20th of January. I see if we can make contact with our good friend and buddy, because that's what they call people in the United States of America, which is where we're going. Bruce K. Rosenblum, are you there in the man cave? Hey, buddy. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I thought I'd drop into the vernacular. Now, um, we we do spend a lot of time. You spend a lot of time preparing this. I spend a lot of time thinking. And then we have about a 15, 20 minute chat before we start the recording. Uh, today, I knew noticed straight away you were um, just a little bit more reserved than you normally are. You normally are bullying and up there and out there. And um, we know in the Last week, there were some significant health issues for you and for Jackie, and we were hoping and praying that things were going to settle themselves down. Well, they've sort of settled themselves down, haven't they? But you're going to be taking us on a bit of a personal health journey because of stuff that's happened to you in the last 24, 48 hours. So the caveat is, everybody, hang on, it's not going to be gory. There's no bloodletting. There's no pictures of operations and stitches. But this is going to be a very personal few minutes because there's a very good reason to follow it, because we all need to take great care over our health. And I have seen you before you say anything as someone who's fit and healthy. You're you have much more body mass and and muscle structure than I do. You've you've played sports. I know that you regularly use something called an elliptical trainer or a cross trainer or whatever it is. I don't understand these mechanical things. I see you as being fit. But what you've learned in the last 24, 48 hours has rocked you slightly. So, Bruce, welcome to the program. Tell us where we're going. Okay, Andrew, thank you very much. Um, yeah, I'm going to take the audience on a journey with me. And, um, you know, if we can help somebody out there, if it's just one person to take a, a look into how they're feeling and do something about it, then 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 we've accomplished a, a, a great goal. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, I've been an athlete my whole life. I, I work out at the gym and I, I run. And, you know, my, my running caused me, you know, to have a knee replacement because I – Everything I do, I go, you know, full bore into. And, um, but I have uh, what they call um, a high calcium content in my, in my uh, cardiovascular system. Meaning that when I go to the doctor, you know, they always do EKGs on me and they do tests. And about eight years ago, I, I had a test done uh, to, take a, to take a look at my heart. It was um, kind of a calcium scan. It was um, it went through like a CAT scan, but it, they gave me uh, some uh, medication to slow my heart rate down, and then they gave me they and, uh, they put a dye through my system, and then they gave me nitroglycerin to open the capillaries up, and they're just looking at the blood flow through my heart. And what they determined was that I had a calcium score of 3,300 at that time. That was eight years ago which sent up a red flag to doctors saying you have you have plaque around your arteries and your heart and it's very concerning because some hardening of the arteries can lead to stroke and heart attack um, when they did this this cat scan what it, what it looked for was where the plaque was and how much there was and what they told me at that point was that it's generally around the the pipes that carry your blood but not in the in the pipes so 
while the, it's while it's a larger number, the blood's still flowing and and you're fine. And and that was pretty much all that happened at that point. There was no discussion of how to con- stop it from getting worse or changing medications or taking new medications. So I've I've continued to live my life believing that I have I know I have plaque, but I but my my pipes are clear. Um, I, I continue to run. I continue to do the elliptical, the, the treadmill, um, uh, you know, lift the weights and the whole thing. And, you know, by by golly, I, I, I feel fine. Mm. Uh, and you look fine. You look fit and healthy. Yeah. And the last time I, I had a, a doctor's appointment in uh, just the last week, it was a follow up to an October appointment that I had because they, they found like a ghost beat in my in my heart. You know, we talk, I think we talked about this last time. You know, we did. When your heart beats, it, you know, there's an extra bump in there. It's not nothing to really worry about. And then there's some slight leakage, which everybody has a, a leaky valve, or you know, in, in their heart. That's this little again, a leaky valve, and that ghost beat is really nothing to worry about. My doctor said, "Have you ever had a uh, a calcium scan?" I said, "Yeah, it was a long time ago, but I, don't, I, I know that they said I had some plaque, but it wasn't in the in the veins; it was around the veins." And, so I'm going to schedule it for one. So they did. And um, uh, about a week ago, I, I went and I had this calcium scan. It was like right after our show last week, as a matter of fact, I believe. Absolutely. Well, that night, my doctor called me and he said, well, your calcium score is now at 55,000. Good grief. Uh, 5,004. And um, he said, I would have thought you'd have been around 500, but that this is this is not, not a good thing. Um. You, we need to, you know, we need to, uh, but, you know, he said, I'm, I'm not really concerned because you're not experiencing pains and shortness of breath and things. You're still doing your, your cardio workout every day without any issues. And, um, I said, okay. Um, and he upped my Lipitor for cholesterol to four times the dose. So from going from 10 milligrams to 40. Um, and that's basically to make sure that this plaque doesn't continue to build, that the, the higher dose of the, the Lipitor will, will, will stop it. Mm-hmm. So wherever it's at, we're trying to just keep it from getting worse. So that, that happened immediately. I immediately changed my diet, um, that, that night to more, to more, to more, even a healthier diet, even a leaner diet than I'm on. I started drinking a lot more water than I normally drink. I mean, a ton more water. And, and 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 that combined with the 30 minutes of cardio, I lost probably about five or six pounds in just a couple of days by, you know, from last week to this week, I've lost about a pound a day. So I'm down to about 218 pounds right now. That's where I sit. So yesterday, um, so anyway, so put that on hold for a second. So we know Jackie had some issues we talked about last time. We did. And her, the cardiologist that saw her wanted to see her for a follow-up. So I made an appointment with the guy as well. I said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to make an appointment. As long as you're going, I'm going with you. Let's have him see both of us. So it turns out Jackie's fine. <laughs> She's great. <laughs> no worries there. She's going to get some routine tests done just to kind of get a sense of what caused her issue for her to go to the emergency room last time. But the cardiologist didn't seem concerned about her, but... When I gave him my my numbers and gave him access to my medical site, where that that has my test scores and scans, he immediately jumped into action. 
and he told me the same thing. He gave me the rusty pipe analogy that, you know, he says, if you have a set of pipes in your house and they get rusty, they can get rusty in, in the inside and they can get rusty on the outside. If they're rusty on the outside, but clean on the inside, then who cares? It's still, the water's still flowing and you're fine. And so that's the same thing with you. If you're, if you're, if the plaque is only around the outside and you're, you're clean on the inside, then okay. But we need to understand, we need to really get a, a, an understanding of, of where you're at. So over the next month, I have a battery of things that I'm doing and that's the journey that I'd like to take our listeners on. So, okay. Okay. So basically in one month from today, I will have a follow up with the cardiologist and it'll be a follow up based on the various things that I'm doing to give him information as to the really exact state of my cardiovascular system. The first thing I'm doing is I'm wearing a heart monitor for the next five days, starting last night. I wear it to sleep. I wear it to exercise. I wear it everywhere except when I shower. So I have to shower whether I need to or not once a day. (laughs) I usually do. Once a day uh, for a half hour, I take the monitor off so I can recharge the battery on it. And then I put it back on. So I'm going to have a monitor monitoring all my heart activity for the next five days straight. Uh, on Tuesday, next Tuesday, the the, 19, uh, the 25th, I will have a echo and carotid artery ultrasound. So they're going to um, do an ultrasound on my heart and my carotid arteries. Uh, three days later, followed by uh, another set of ultrasounds on, it's called a venous and arterial ultrasound. So I think they're going to look at other parts of my body and my legs. Because, you know, the heart pumps blood down through your legs and people get, you know, diff- you know, they get a leg disease. You see people with purple ankles and purple mm-hmm. legs, you know, because the blood flow to their legs and then it, it prohibits you from walking and things like that. And, you know, it can lead to all sorts of other disastrous things. So you want to be you really want to understand the total vascular system. So they're going to do four ultrasounds over the course of, from the 25th through the 28th. On February 16th, <clears throat> I'm doing what they call a PET scan, and that is the similar to the stress test that I had eight years ago when they put me in the machine and they they took a look at my my heart in a resting rate and then in a in a in a speeded up rate and looked at the blood flow resting and when it's under stress. And unlike a stress test where you go on a treadmill and they monitor your heart and your blood pressure and all that, this is more of a stress test to look at the flow of blood in your resting state and in a stress state, and it's medically induced. And so, and 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 it's in a CAT scan where they can, or a scanner where they can actually watch, they inject dye, and they can actually watch the blood flow. Um, so they inject dye in, they watch the blood flow in a really in a relaxed normal state. And then they inject a, a uh, some kind of a uh, medicine into your system that speeds up your heart and puts it in a very in a stressed state. And they'll be able to look at look at my heart pump the blood through um, the all the you know all the key arteries and veins in in both states. And that will help them determine where I'm at as far as where the plaque is. You know, if if there's good blood flow. In both states, and it most likely will signal that my pipes are clean and, and most of the 
the rust is on the outside. Um, I don't know what the next steps would be if it showed differently, but I will know um, on the 22nd, Tuesday, the 22nd of, of February, and then when we do our show on Thursday, the 24th, I'll be able to give you kind of a follow-up to the, what, what went through the, you know, went on through the whole month of testing. So I'll be able to talk about what they saw in the ultrasounds and how the PET scan worked, what the heart monitor revealed, and what and what and what my next steps are. Um, I'm told that uh, bypass surgeries aren't as they don't do them as much anymore. They they go to the angioplasties and they go to the um, other other types of um, uh, they, they use stents or they do the balloon to open up the veins and the arteries in that um, a, a bypass is kind of really like the last, last resort to really like get in there and, you know, reroute, you know, reroute the, uh, the, uh, the veins uh, surgically. So, you know, I, hopefully that doesn't get to that point. Um, but, you know, hopefully what I have is, is a clean, clean passage. Mm-hmm. Worst comes to worse. You know, um, I've talked to people who have had angioplasties and stents, and 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 that really has has helped them for over long periods of time, and so you know we'll 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 do that. In the meantime, um, I'm drinking uh, only water, and I'm cutting back. My my breakfast consists of egg whites and berries. Uh, lunches and dinners are salads, lots of green green leafies. Uh, <laughs> Nuts like almonds, roasted almonds, unsalted roasted almonds, pistachios. There's certain lists of, of, of what you can and can't eat. Lean meats are okay. Beans, green beans, um, things like that. Um, and and so that's, you know, look, I, I the good thing is I eat bland anyway, so I don't think I'll have a real problem. I did my first uh, batch of egg whites and berries this morning, uh, raspberries, blueberries, and strawberries with egg whites. And a bottle of water, and that was fine. You know, I feel very full and satisfied. And that's good. That's when, I'm, good. when I'm done with this call, I'm going to get on my treadmill for, I mean, on the elliptical for a half an hour, and then take my dog for a walk. <laughs> this is and fascinating. That's, that's and, and thank at. you, thank you for being so open and honest about it. This is going to be a fan, fascinating, and I hope a very positive outcome. Uh, journey. I hate to use the word journey because it's overused, but you are going to take us through the next four weeks uh, all the way up to the program um, after your uh, your consultation on the 22nd. Now, we normally talk about things political. One of the things that can produce extra stress and make people feel even iller or exacerbate <laughs> any conditions is where they're living and pressures on them and you know one of the things that's been underlying all that we do we try and make it light as well as heavy is that we are living in a world which is consumed i'm, I'm now giving you a break which is why i'm, I'm doing this little narrative now oh, uh, thank you very much <laughs> and we live in a world which is which is troubled in all sorts of ways we're going to talk about things like it's a year on since president biden was inaugurated and things that have happened very briefly we also have the problem of russia and ukraine we've got a problem in afghanistan there's potential impeachment. Um, we've also in the United Kingdom got significant issues around our current government, our current prime minister um, and all sorts of things that are going on about the parties that were going on whilst people were in lockdown and 
couldn't get to see their uh, their family and couldn't be with those who were in mourning. And there's a whole range of stuff which just makes us feel horrible, which doesn't make it easy for the body to help it repair itself when it's under stress and when your pipes need a bit of a clean out and things like that. So, you know, um, we've got to try, I think, over the next four weeks to calm you down. But quite how we do that, Bruce, when you are so engaged and um, enlivens the wrong word, but but wound up, I suppose, is a better word by things that are happening to the president and to the warp and wet of your country, the country you 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 were born into, you were brought up in the country you love, the democracy you believe in passionately um, and all those sorts of things. It, it, when you got home yesterday, you must have thought, oh, no, not another thing. Um, you might perhaps can cope with with what's going on in the world because you've got your health and happiness and your wonderful family and the great news that Gillian's having her second baby uh, later on this year. But then you then look at what's being thrown at you from social media, news media and things like that. And it's pretty hellish, isn't it? Yes, it is. There's no 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 hiding from that. It's very it's very disturbing what's happening in our world. And I'm sure it's just not in the United States, probably everywhere. But. You know, we all we all will feel consequences of Ukraine and Russia. We will all feel consequences of China. We will all feel consequences of COVID and how our governments are handling it. Um, we, um, you know, I don't know that your country is as divided politically as ours is, but, you know, we're seeing Republicans with really no plan for the future, except for one of exacting revenge on Democrats for the way they treated Trump is is highly disturbing and um and they're making no bones about what they want to do um should the senate and the house become um uh controlled by the republicans again um well um somebody's somebody's calling in Hopefully i think that's that, the white that's the white house uh, calling and they, they want that's you to probably, yeah well, that's gone thanks somebody answered it but um you know, so, so we have we have that going on and that creates a lot of stress for you know people especially when you hear that you know, they want to the Republicans are, are talking about impeaching Biden over how he handled Afghanistan and they want to reopen investigation into Hunter Biden, which has gone. They want to remove um, key Democratic uh, uh, leaders in the House like Adam Schiff and and and, and Swalwell and um, Eric Swalwell, who sit on the intelligence committees and replace them with people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Paul Gosar. Who have, um, you know, who it's been said have, you know, were, were helped lead the insurrection at the Capitol. I mean, it's it's disturbing stuff that that, that they want to do that. And the Republicans have, you know, they don't really stand for anything, but they've gotten in the way of everything Biden has wanted to do. Um, and he has had some successes, but unfortunately, his popularity scores you know, or his approval ratings with the public are in the, just in the tank. And it's a shame because he's. You know, he, he's a he's a he's a good man with a good heart and compassionate heart and only wants what's good for the country and our democracy. And, you know, has gotten vaccines from what it's taken them from two million to two hundred million, has made masks free, has made sending testing kits to every American family for free, um, got vaccines in every corner of this country where it was hard to get people vaccinated. <clears throat> he's worked his tail off to do that. And he got us out of Afghanistan. That was never going to be pretty, but he did it. 
you know, and he, of course everything he does gets some kind of pushback, but, you know, but he's, you know, he's, two things have happened. Um, one is that the Republicans have voted against everything that he's tried to put forward, the voting rights bill, the Build Back Better, the American Rescue Plan. He's had to really work hard to get a lot of that stuff done. The, the voting rights plan is dead on arrival because the other part of the equation is he's had two Democratic senators join with the Republicans against it. And uh, it's a shame that um, we're going to we're going to pay the price for for how the 19 states that instituted voting rights changes in their in their states. We're going to pay the price for that. It's going to be way harder for many people, mostly people of color, to vote in this country. In fact, Texas, that was one of the leaders in getting getting voting rights changed, is especially is especially feeling um, the residual effects of this now as they've got primaries coming up and mail-in ballots are being rejected by the thousands in Texas. Um, and that's mainly how people of color vote and how the Democrats vote, by mail-in. And so the, a lot of those ballots are being rejected, which is, you know, and, and hopefully it'll anger these people enough to say, okay, heck with it. I'm going to get in line and I'll wait the hours and take the hours of time that it takes without being able to have food and water in line and, 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 and get my vote because it means that much to me. Um, the, the hope by, from these states was that it would discourage Democrats from voting and discourage people of color from voting so the Republicans would have an easier time winning their elections. And if that's what you have to go to do to go about holding power or getting or getting into office, that's a that's a pretty sad commentary, in my opinion. It's it just it just really is. Um, what, what's a shame is that the two Democratic senators in West Virginia and in Arizona sided with the Republicans. They failed to alter the filibuster to pass the voting legislation, and for reasons that are mind-boggling and too too complicated to get into, but it's just, it's a shame. It's a shame, and it's a shame that <clears throat> people are, are looking at, you know, harshly upon you know, Biden's Biden's presidency. It, it really is. Um, and at the same time, though, you've got Trump out there, and and he's supporting people who, you know, are out there at the, he had a, a a rally in Arizona last Saturday, and the candidate for governor there started a, 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 a lock-up Dr. Fauci chant. I mean, Dr. Fauci, the infectious disease doctor that's been a counsel to five or six presidents, is is being hailed as the, the villain in this whole pandemic. It's just unbelievable how they painted him as this horrible person who all he's done is just try to help people understand these this disease and how to how to how to get past it, and they want to lock him up. And 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 he has received death threats. He had a person travel from Sacramento across the country with the intent on killing him and members of his family. <clears throat> that person was caught, I believe, in Iowa on his way to to get to Fauci. And it's, it's, you know, so it's, it's crazy. It's craziness that's, that's happening here. Um, there, there's no, there's been no olive branch, um, put out between the two parties to, to work together and to compromise and debate that, that those, those days, you know, if Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema think that that's going to happen anytime soon, then they're, they're, they're dumber than, than most people give them credit for. 
because that just doesn't seem like any kind of an option at any time soon in this country. And what's scary is that, you know, we're, they say that a, another civil war couldn't happen, but it, but the violence in this country has ramped up murders and people not being held accountable for, for crime, break-ins, um, people getting beat up. There was a, a, a woman, a 24 year old UCLA grad student working in a furniture store, um, down by, um, down in uh, West Hollywood. A homeless guy walked in there and she texted a friend saying, there's a guy in the shop. I'm the only one here and I have a bad vibe. And a few minutes later, another customer walked in and found her dead in a pool of blood in that, in that store. And they caught him yesterday. There was a nurse waiting for a bus, an emergency room nurse, 35 year veteran of emergency experience waiting to get on a bus to go to work was beaten and killed. Um, right here in, in, in Los Angeles. In New York City, an Asian woman was pushed in front of a subway train and, and killed. And it's just, it's like every day, the, 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 the crime and, and the lack of accountability. And, and, and people like, I, I, I guess they've been locked down or, or, or have, for whatever reason during this pandemic, are at wit's end. And they're doing things that are unlike any we've ever heard or read about. And so it just seems to me without an olive branch and without anybody coming together anymore and, 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 and people being so divided and every issue being made into a political football that, that, you know, Americans could be taking arms up against Americans at some point. It, it, it's, it's not out of the realm of possibility. I and it's, think it's, a, it's a scary thought in a scary world we're living in. It, it is. And we have these echo chambers in, in social media, news channels, news media, uh, all sorts of ways that people can have their um, odd ideas amplified to the point where people will take up arms. And, you know, January the 6th last year was a perfect example. I, I tell you what, I mean, one of the things I just going back to your condition earlier, I think one doctor ought to be brave enough to say you need to go 24 hours in every week without looking at a news source or Facebook or Twitter, Bruce, just so that you have a chance to purge yourself <laughs> so that you don't get because unfortunately this is what happens in our modern world I'm, I'm make i'm trying to make light and a joke of it but of course i'm part of the news media i'm a journalist it, you know this is what we do we have to tweet this we have to uh, instagram that and TikTok this and make sure it's in the bulletin and all the rest of it and in fact i've just had a tweet from uh, ryan saying there's a story i need to check for our bulletins today and you know we're obsessed by this we, I'm looking at the time. We need to let you calm. You've got to go and walk the dog. You've got to go and do your treadmill stuff. And we've got to make sure that you're still here this time next week um, because it, I'd, I'd have difficulties justifying 25 minutes if I'd been the one who pushed you over the edge with you must be back for your American cousins next week. But we do want to have you back next week to find out how things are going. So, Bruce, thank you so much for what you've told us today. Please do take care. And uh, we'll chat again next week. Uh, I look forward to it. And I plan on being here. I plan on, on being in a healthier state over the next four weeks. And, and I appreciate your support, Andrew, and your love. And it means it means a great deal. And I will take your advice. I'm going to try to stay away from television and stay away from uh, social media and just concentrate on the things that, that I, I love doing and, um, and and see if I can't, you know, you know, use that as a, a a catapult to, you know, getting, uh, getting things a little less, uh, uh, 
out of control for me, I guess. So we'll, Bruce, you know, we'll make that effort and I'll report back next week and let you know how we're doing. Bruce, take care and all the very best to you and yours. Uh, you got it, Andrew. Thank you. And all the best to everybody in Lincoln. Stay safe and healthy, guys.